Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is episode 25 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Ronato and Roxy Hayes. How to plan a tour with special guest Jim Toos. Go on to the second part of the podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to introduce to you one more time uh, to our guest Jim Tews, who's a wonderful stand-up comedian, animator, uh, best-selling author, and a cat lover. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like actual sex. Now, Whoa. what, <laughs> uh, Jim? Uh, before we get started, though, I want to. I knew you were going to every- say that. What? <laughs> what? Are you gonna have sex with cats? Yes. <laughs> so before we get started, <laughs> what? <laughs> before we get started, I want to show everybody a clip from your uh, album that is currently available called Oatmeal, uh, and then we're gonna talk about uh, tours. Now, unfortunately, the pandemic is happening, so it's hard to go on tour. But once those roads open up. I bet people can use a lot of the things that you're going to talk about. So let's take a look at, oh, we have to I have to share my screen. Hold on a second. Here it comes, everybody. Sharing the screen. Sharing the screen. And then I also have to turn on the sound from Chrome so you can hear this. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, Let's make this happen. I'm do I'm doing fine though. I'm fine. Uh, I have a cat. He's pretty great. Sometimes uh, when he walks across the living room, I like to pretend that he's a, a waiter and I can't get his attention. <laughs> I'm just like, sir, when you get. Can you get can you get, a, get a second? Can I, I just want some goddamn ketchup. Uh, this is from his album Oatmeal. I'm just talking over this so that when people are listening to this, they know what's going on. It's called Oatmeal. Where can they uh, get that album, actually? Anywhere you purchase or stream music, comedy. Anywhere, like how about an example? Pandora, iTunes, Apple Music. Oh, okay. Sam, Sam Goody, Tower Records. Sam Goody and Tower Records. Nice, nice. Columbia gym. House. Okay, got it. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, get it. Uh, so, Jim, uh, first of all, tell me what about what a tour is like when you plan it yourself. What is it like? And then let's a talk nightmare. about how. Let's talk about how you make that happen. <laughs> um, all right. So let me let me preface by saying, okay. I I mean, if there's a uh, let's put it this way, it's difficult, and I haven't done it on my own that well. Uh, but that's I'll fine. Tell you what I I'll tell you what I did. I, I tried. Mean, that, yeah, that's fine. It doesn't mean 
it doesn't mean that it's not good information just because like you planned a tour and maybe you didn't go as well as you wanted because the steps you took are things that people can learn from refine and then, and then uh, maybe do their own thing. Maybe even yes. better than you. Yeah. Hopefully. Who knows? Um, I mean, I've always had a good time when I've done it. The, I'm trying to think of how to, where to start with this. Basically as a comic, um, you know, things have changed since I started and they're continuing to change and they will be even more different after this pandemic thing uh, and everything opens back up. But initially it was like you start doing comedy. I started in the Midwest. It was like you start, you do open mics, you get, do amateur nights at the clubs and they're like franchises and then you MC there and then you feature there, which is the person that goes up in the middle and then you get on TV and then you headline. But then that all started to get weird for a while. So then it was like, uh, you can go that route, but you could also tour like a band, you know, like uh, Comedians of Comedy uh, came out when I was still early on and they kind of demonstrated like there's other ways to do this. However, it can be tough to tour if you don't have name recognition or, or an existing um, audience. Like, uh, you know, if you haven't been on TV a bunch or you don't have a big podcast, but you can still you certainly can still do it because there are venues that want comedy um, and want to put on shows. So I guess the. the If you're if you're in the beginning phases of this and you really want to try and strike out on your own and you're not going to, you know, uh, find somebody to open for on a consistent basis, which is all, you know, another way to do it, but it's difficult. Um, I would say start a show where you're at, at some coffee shop or some bar at a, on an off night and learn, um, what it takes to run those things and to get people in a room and then kind of branch out from there. Cause there's also kind of a network of, you know, comedians who put who and bookers who put on shows where you can, you know, get door money and you can break even going out for a week and driving around the southeast or whatever. That's actually um, really interesting. I've never heard it put that way. And that's actually a great way to put it is just like, I mean, for instance, so what I what I just learned is that, for instance, if I if I work with a local coffee shop and I figure out how to produce a show there with the coffee shop, I can duplicate that all over yeah. the country. Mm -hmm. If I just like, if I just like talk to other coffee shops and then I already know, Oh, if you put flyers in your menus, it usually gets X amount of people at the show. So right. why don't I pay for you, <laughs> you know, flyers and menus and blah, blah, blah. Or you at least know what it takes. So you're to do those things. So when you have, you know, um, the other thing is to try and find people in other cities you'd like to go to that might be putting on those kind of shows already. That's been uh -huh. a cool thing that's changed for the better in the last couple of years that I've noticed is it's like, you know, now you could, if nobody knows who you are, but you're going through Cleveland, there's two or three people you could reach out to, to be like, Hey, can you throw me on a show? And, you know, you might get a couple bucks, find a place to crash or whatever. And it's more like being in a band mm -hmm. um, where you tour small places, you you are put on a bill as an opening act or whatever. Um, but you're finding these places that aren't comedy clubs that people still want to go to because they want to see comedy for, 
you know, less money or see people that aren't, um, you know, like super mainstream and you can find those people in those places and kind of string them together. I'm just thinking like, um, Asheville, North Carolina has been a city that the last tour that I routed that was like, Oh, I'm going out for a week was the Southeast. And I anchored it on Asheville because I knew of a, a promoter there that puts on shows that was like, yeah, I can give you a headlining night on this Saturday. You might get X amount of money. And then you, so you kind of pick that anchor date and then you, look on you literally look on the map and you see what cities are close to that that are big enough to have a similar venue that might do comedy shows you google you know like um huntsville alabama and i look up like huntsville amateur comedy shows i talk to other comics hey you can try this place they might give you a night um huntsville, did you pick huntsville because you knew i grew up in huntsville alabama i didn't know that i, yeah, I, I grew up in huntsville alabama, alabama. I picked Huntsville because they canceled my show two weeks before <laughs> I went because one of the members of the Misfits wanted to do a show, you know, the punk band, the Misfits. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even like Jerry only or Danzig, like one of the recognizable. It was like somebody that was in the Misfits for like a month. And uh, they were like, this guy is going to sell more tickets than you will. So, oh, wow. so they gave up, they gave up my date. Uh, which is, you know, there is Did they business. pay you for it? No. Uh, what? It was a, that's the other thing. It was a... <laughs> the, the, the best thing you could do for yourself is find the networks of other comedians and performers in the places you want to go mm -hmm. to keep you safe and uh -huh. protect you financially. Where it's like, you know... I did I did gigs out in Colorado. I did some I did a <laughs> I did a dab lounge in Colorado Springs. Uh which is literally what it sounds like. It's a it's a bar where you pay money to do dabs. Um and it was <laughs> you writing this down. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> and the and the people that were like, Oh, you can do this dab lounge you know, that's outside Denver on Saturday night. And they were like, the guy that runs it is kind of shady. He'll, he might try to not pay you heads up. And it's like, all right, I'm, that, that was a chance I was willing to take. I had nothing better to do. Wait, he did pay me. Wait, I need, I need some explanation. Okay. You get paid money to do dabs. No, you get, okay. <laughs> the, the dab lounge had a That'd comedy show. Okay. It was just, it was Colorado, so they have like if if it's a private club, you can smoke. Oh, weed. I was thinking dab like where you're like, hey man, my man, bup, bup, no. bup, 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 you know. Oh god, no, no, no. <laughs> no sorry, <laughs> no. like okay. weed, weed, weed. Stuff. Got it. Um, so so happy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a dab guy myself. I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a, little, a tiny little puff guy, um, if that. So, but uh, what my point is, there were comics that were like, you could do this show this guy is weird. Take, take your chances. However, I was warned of that because mm -hmm. of this network of other comics. And then some people are like, you know, when it works out for the good, it's like, you can crash here. Let, you know, let me set you up with, you know, this town that's uh 20 minutes away from wherever you're at to fill in another night or do another spot. And you find ways to get stage time in different places and meet more people. And it's honestly, it's a lot of fun. 
it's not great if you're trying to make money. Right. But, um, you know, if you're doing this to make money, you are silly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it can be done. It can. It works out. Actually, yeah, it, it works better if you have an audience, but sometimes you find shows in cities that have their own audience and you get to perform for that audience. And then you have, you know, one night out of three on a tour might be great. Mm-hmm. But that's, I'm go- how, that's how it works. I'm going to reveal a, a money-making trick that I did to colleges. And not only that, so like when I did this, I made generally like... And this is like nobody knew who I was. I was making like around $500 a show. Here's the trick. Uh, You find the names of the student events coordinators at whatever college. And you make sure that it's a place because 80% of the time this works. 20% of the time you will end up doing a free show. Okay. So you find a place where it's not a big deal for you to go there. But here's what you do. You contact the student events coordinators and you say, hey, I'm doing this show. I'm trying to uh, get colleges to know us. I'm offering a free 30-minute show. Okay? Uh, Colleges have to fill for their slots. They have to be about an hour. So usually Ah. they say, oh, well, we have a space coming up. We'd love to have that free show, but we need an hour. How much is it for an hour? That happened 80% of the time. Ooh, that's oh, wow. Right. And so then I would say, oh, well, for an hour, I usually charge $500. And they'd be like, okay, because it's not their money. Mm-hmm. No, and that's low it's, to for yeah, a college. It's super yeah. low. But for me as a person starting out, it was great. And so then I would do a college. But but also, when you get a show for five hundred dollars, or you get or the twenty percent of the time when you get a show for no dollars, so sometimes they'll be like, oh, that's sometimes they'll be like, oh, great, then we'll just have a talent show before you, and you can close the ha- half hour. So th- then you're like, damn it! But <laughs> <laughs> even in those shows, what you can do then is talk to everyone around that college and say, hey, I'm performing at this place on this night. Uh, I have a space, I've spaced the day before, the day after at a reduced rate. Do you, do you have, can I perform for you guys? And then you can perform for them before and after and usually get money for those shows. That's what one of the things I did when I was first starting out. Um, I, however, did not continue that because I don't really like the road that much. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird beast. But uh, I made money. So so well, there, I, that's something that you can still do to this day, actually. Yeah. And anchoring things around, you know, if you get one paid gig, I remember I got some somebody that I worked with in Ohio booked me for a, a casino in San Diego, which like paid really well. And I used that to fly out to the West Coast, do the show in San Diego and spend the rest of the week in L.A. doing free shows. Uh-huh. Uh, so you anchor things, you know, when you mm-hmm. when you're lucky enough to get a thing that pays, you anchor it around other dates. And then right. also now with like Venmo and things like that, it's not in poor taste at the end of a show to be like, thank you, know, especially if you're headlining or whatever. Um, you know, either merch, I have little buttons because they're like super cheap to make. 
and you can put like a download card in with the button and then you sell like pay what you want you know you give me a dollar you can give me 20 whatever or if you liked me and you want a venmo here's my venmo handle you know if that's if it's like a free show or a cheap show right and you know there's like little ways to keep you going especially when you because there's gonna be there's i feel like it's a weird curve where there's like there's a point where you're learning and you're you might be good but you're still it's like it'd be tough you know it's hard to ask people for money to to see what they just saw i'm you know i'm two years in whatever um but you still should be paid but then you hit this other point where it's like okay now i'm doing something that is worth money but i might not be getting paid let me ask and or just throw it out there you know you want to buy some merch you want to tip me it's totally that that's changed for the better too and it's easier to just like you know uh circulate smaller amounts of money that make it you know make it more worth your time like I'm i feel like i get paid for shows more now that venmo is a thing i also would suggest this uh get to know how to use facebook ads nowadays because yeah. i've done this before where i've spent like maybe $20 on a Facebook ad and, and just fill the venue. Uh, and so if you can do that, cause you can, you can look up people who live near the venue who like the venue and are also fans of comedy. And you can put, you can put those in your criteria and it will only advertise to those people. So uh, learn how to do Facebook ads. Cause if you do them right, you can fill up a venue for very little money and uh, then you're, you're solid. And so if you could do that and, in conjunction with this tour that you're booking. Like if every show you had like, you know, five to $20, especially if you're, especially if you're in an area where there's not a lot to do and then their Facebook tells them what to do and when and where, your thing's gonna sell out. So learn how to yeah. do that. If it's yeah, those are thing. pretty easy to do and, and they're not expensive. I've used yeah. that before with to uh, some success. Yeah, it's uh, and especially if you know how to edit video, it's uh, then it, if you know how to edit video and you have a video that is specifically aimed at a venue, and it and it goes out to those people who live near that venue, you, it's mm -hmm. you're all good. It's perfect. It's you're done. You're done. Okay. Uh, I mean, in a good way. All right. So uh, that is the end of the class. Uh, thank you very much, Jim, uh, for talking to us. I hope, I hope it was helpful. Also, a big thank you to Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. And, of course, I'm Dean Victor Varnado. Uh, I'm the dean of a school that I made. So that's how it goes sometimes. What? Again? Is that a bot? No. No, no. We can, we can just put up comments from people. And then uh, Roxy's just throwing up my wife's comment over and over again. <laughs> I don't know why, but she's just. Uh, but if you do have questions, uh, you can leave them in the comments and we'll try to answer them even after the show is over. Uh, follow us on all social media at Alt Arts Academy and follow the podcast at artsacademypodcast.com and Arts Academy Podcast on all social media. All right. You know Wait, what? And yeah. Make sure to add our stu our study group on Facebook. It's students of New York Arts Academy so that you can see the full classes every other 
we give different classes. Yeah, we do. We actually do classes that are deep dives and then are turned into courses, which we will drop online. So you can, but oh, you can you. take those deep dive classes for absolutely free just by joining our group, which is uh, the uh, students of, uh, what is it called? Students of Alt Arts Academy? Students of New York Alt Arts Academy. And just, here's the link. It's, it's in there. It's in there. It's, the links is coming. So, but just do that and we will, uh, you can take classes for free. This Saturday, we're teaching a class on uh, beginning to end how to produce a podcast remotely because I know a lot of people are going to need to do that right now. So we actually did an episode of, of this show on that, but we only spent 30 minutes. But uh, on Saturday, we're going to spend step by step pretty much in, in about 90 minutes how to produce a podcast remotely uh so uh you know check that out thanks everybody we'll see Bye. you later. make sure to visit us at artsacademypodcast.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.